0: Welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I'm your host, Courtney Hansen, author, creatrix, NLP coach, hypnotherapist, and Reiki master, yoga instructor, and meditation expert. As seen on Fox, CBS, NBC, and CEO medium, I am here to guide you into the duality of life and step into the sweetest little life that is right in front of you by empowering you to heal, step into purpose, and become the divine inner goddess that you are who are destined to be.
1: It can be worrying to get your child their first cell phone with all the cyberbullying that can happen on social media. And with all the games that cause phone addiction, you don't want your child to be glued to their phone. Fortunately, these are not a worry when you get a gab phone. I am so excited that I can give my son his first cell phone without worrying about cyberbullying, without worrying about social media, or any of the other dangers that you can find online. Get your child their first Gab phone for $30 off with the code Courtney30 at checkout.
0: Hello and happy Wednesday. I am so excited for today's show. We have Monica Ortega of Monica Goes Show. She is an on-camera host, author, mindset and goal coach, NMC, and she is talking all about her new book release. You guys, she wrote this book and it was released all within a few months. Like, amazing. If you've ever written a book, you know this is no easy task and she just pumped it right out. Uh, it's called The Power of Pivoting and she shares how... Her type A personality really struggled with being able to pivot and change, and we talk about tools that you can start incorporating into your everyday life. Without further ado, let's welcome Monica to the show. Monica, I am so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. So I love to just cue off the show with just how you stepped into your purpose.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, so many steps, right? Well, I bounced around in the entertainment industry for about 20 years. And then back in 2014, I started my travel show, Monica Goes, because one, I wanted to inspire people to break out of their comfort zones. And I thought if they can see me facing my fears and show that I can do it, anybody can. Um, so that's been a fun little journey of all these outdoor adventures, basically me crying, hanging off cliffs. Oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then 2020 happened. So all the travel's done, all the entertainment's done, you know, I MC music festivals and I speak, all of those were gone. So I found myself, you know, like everybody else sort of in this pivot, but, In my mind, I'd already been through a couple situations like, you know, my unexpected divorce and jumping around in the entertainment industry where the rug had been pulled out from underneath me and I'm super type A. So I've like put together all these tools and things to help me navigate change. And it seemed like a time when everybody needed that help. Uh, So I thought, well, let me just sit down and see, you know, if I have anything to share. And it was within three weeks, I had a book (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I thought, okay, I guess I had some stuff to say. Um, So, yeah, it's been a crazy journey because, I mean, even a year ago, I didn't plan on writing this book. It's called The Power of Pivoting, How to Embrace Change and Create a Life You Love. And it came out April 1st, 2021. And since then, it's like turned into coaching and masterminds. We have our first retreat in the fall. So it's been a wild journey the past year and a half.
0: I love that. I love when you're so passionate about something. People are like, oh, it takes years to write books. And you're like, no, if you're on fire, you just get it done.
2: Yeah. I mean, I felt like all the years of reading all these self-help books and also like putting together my own little tools, it, it made it go pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm finally in this place of, you know, combining the travel show and facing fears in terms of adventure and also combining it with breaking out of your comfort zone in real life. Right. So it's a, it's been a beautiful journey of just kind of stepping into that and realizing that there's a bigger purpose to what I started.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. You are so amazing. I can't hang in off cliffs heights and me. Oh. oh no. I'm terrified of it. Oh. <laughs> <I knew> it, <laughs> Girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I could. I like, my hat is off to you. I know I was uh, scoping on your Instagram before our podcast and I was looking at your second Instagram. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, she is incredible. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Well, hats off to my producer who gets me to do all these things. She she knows me and knows that I will do things on camera that I probably wouldn't do otherwise. So when we're filming, she's like, you know, you got to do it. I'm like, Oh, man. <laughs> I know. It's amazing the bravery that comes when you're on camera, right? Right. But you know, it's always worth it. In the end, the feeling of facing a fear afterward is just incredible. So,
0: yes. So I would love today to really just get down and dirty on your book, the goods inside of it and some tools that people can really start incorporating into their everyday lives. Yeah. So it, you know, the book kind of goes through pivoting in relationships.
2: You know, I talk about my divorce and just the different emotions that came up through that process. Pivoting in friendships, you know, careers, what it's like when you lose a job or trying to figure out what your purpose is. And then also pivoting in mental health. Mm. You know, We even touch on the pandemic and how that's affected everybody. Um, but each chapter has a different exercise to kind of work through to build up those, I call them toolkits, you know, your Anxiety toolkit, depression toolkit, you know, breakup toolkit, whatever it is, having these things in place can help sort of prevent some of the spirals that come along with those big changes in life.
0: Oh, I love that you say that they're separate because I feel so often we, we take a word and we associate it with one thing. So like with pivot, we take it and we associate it with career. Like, oh, I'm pivoting my job. When in reality, we're pivoting on a daily basis. We just sometimes are so it's in our subconscious that we don't even realize we're pivoting. And so having these tools consciously can really change your life and the spiral. Oh, my God. Like, I think we've all been in that phase where we just like are like, okay, I'm going to self-sabotage the hell out of myself now. And it's just like a tornado going down.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, it's so funny because pivoting became the word of 2020. But it really did. (laughs) But it's like we've been doing it our whole lives, right? We're always changing and evolving, And I like the word because it feels less scary than change. Change feels Mm -hmm. like loss where pivoting feels like this curiosity, like, hmm, let's just see what's this way. Right. You know, I think the basketball term is one foot planted and the other can move in any direction, which I like that definition.
0: I love that. Yes. So what would you say is for, if overall you're building your toolkit, you're new to this, what is something that Really did change your life when you were going through everything and needed that pivot, stepping into those fears and leaning into them. Because a lot of people right now, oh my gosh, I feel like everyone is really walking some path that is life-changing. And I'm, I, I, that sounds so dramatic, but I feel like this year really did that to people. It forced them out of their comfort zones it you know lots of relationships fell apart lots of relationships grew that didn't people didn't think would grow and careers changed and people had to get really creative
2: yeah it well it's funny you say that i mean i met my boyfriend in the pandemic and we moved states and i wrote a book so yeah there's good oh, bits <laughs> and bad habits, but yeah. Yes. yeah
0: um
2: but i will say you know the two biggest things for me is having the mental health toolkit like knowing to be kind to yourself And so with the mental health toolkit, what I tell people is to build out these things that they know might work, have worked in the past, could be going for a hike, journaling, angry run, meditation, whatever it is, make a list of these things so that when you start to feel that spiral, you can pick one, try it, doesn't work, try another one. And like, just kind of going through that can help you stop that spiral before it starts. Mm -hmm. Another thing could be, um, you know, our brains lie to us and they may say you're a failure having somebody to call and say, Hey, my brain is saying this. Is that true? Give me proof. And then nine times out of 10, you know, my best friend can be like, no, because you've done this, this, and this, or writing out the list of accomplishments to refer back to when you get to those places. But being able to break up that lie that your brain tells you can really stop some of that stuff. So, you know, in terms of pivoting and changing, I think mental health is so important to be aware of. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people maybe haven't experienced depression or anxiety, and then that rug gets pulled out and they don't know how to deal with their emotions. So I say treat it like a bear attack, even if it's never going to happen in your life. Be prepared just in case it does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, uh, I think the other thing I would say is, you know, for me, when my divorce happened, it was the first time in my life that I kind of stepped back and went, okay, the plan blew up. You know, I've spent my whole life feeling like I got, got to check these boxes, high school, college, marriage, right? Well, that went out the window. So what do I actually want? Mm. And so one of my goals is to get people to ask themselves those questions before their life blows up, preferably, but to really get clear on the fact that just because you make a choice doesn't mean it's forever. You can you can change, whether that's career, city, relationship, whatever it may be, you know, you, we have choices in life to make that change and to go after the things that we actually want in life. So, you know, in the book, I break down a couple, you know, different steps to figuring out what your purpose is and what you want your days to look like and who you want to become. And if you can get clear on those things and start moving toward a person that you like, then, you know, you'll, you'll get through any change. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I just read something the other day um, and it was just like, you know, I'm always, because that's what I do, you know, it's, that's my job is to help people step into purpose and heal and get mm-hmm. past all these blocks that they have. And so I, I love reading different definitions of dharma and purpose and, the you know, just different cultures, different phrases, all the things. And I have never heard this so beautifully put. So it was purpose. The definition was your gifts and talents plus how you can help people equals your purpose. I was like, Hmm. that is the most simplistic. And it was written out like a math problem, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, that is like mind blowing. Like it's so simple. And that is exactly what it is. I've never heard the definition put so perfectly. Yeah, I love that. Isn't that cool? I feel like sometimes, you know, our guts don't
2: always know when we're going the right way, but we definitely know when we're going the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we feel like we have to have it all figured out and know what our purpose is, but maybe it's just trying different things and going, Oh, not that way. And then trying, right. And the more adaptable we can get, the closer we get to our purpose. And I think, you know, so often people feel like they're failing if they're changing jobs or changing States or changing careers, but you're always failing forward, which I don't even like the word failing, but we're moving toward our purpose. We're taking the lessons with us each time. So you're not really failing. You're still moving forward toward your purpose.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think it's really powerful too. I just did an article last night. Um, it's so for the synchronicities. Ah, um, I just did an article last night and it was like, you know, society tells us, and I can really relate to what you're saying that, you know, you graduate high school, you get married, you go to college, you have babies, you buy a house, you work at nine to five and like, then you're successful. Boom, it's done. And then what? And, yeah. and so, and I feel like, and then you make that shift to entrepreneurship. And then when you're an entrepreneur, you have those same limiting things. So there people tell you, you know, you have to niche down to be successful. You have to have one target audience. You have to do this. You have to do that. And some people's purpose is not to you know, just be an influencer or to just write a book. They have multiple gifts and they need to explore all of those. And in exploring all those, a lot of times we get this shame and guilt. Like I'm doing something wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. I need to focus on one thing. I'm getting squirrely. I'm, I'm not doing what people say makes you successful. So therefore I'm not successful. Yeah, and I feel that's where we really stand in our own ways. Is if our heart and our gut is telling us to do something, we have to explore that and be like, like little kids are curious. They are squirrely. Like we have to tap back into that part of us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think two things to that. One, you know, I keep saying we got to stop shitting all over ourselves because we do that. We we I yes. hate the word should. I hate the word shouldn't because if it's meant, you know not to sound woo woo, but if it's meant to be, it'll be, and there is no other alternative, right? If Mm -hmm. it could have been a certain way, it would have been. But also we don't know what our paths take us to. I mean, I moved to Nashville to sing country music and I got acting work. The acting work took me to LA and I ended up joining bands. So like, (laughs) and, and then all of that turned into hosting, which turned into a book and coaching. So like, I never could have seen this path, you know, 10 years ago. I couldn't have even seen it two years ago. So each step along the way was pulling me toward my purpose, but had I sat back when I was 18 and felt like, well, I got to figure out what the path is, mm. it would not going to go that way anyway. <laughs> so you got to kind of have fun with life and just ride it out as it goes and trust your gut.
0: I found something we were cleaning out the basement a while ago, and I had found this letter that I wrote, and I must have been, goodness us like my daughter's age, she like seven or eight. And um I am so into manifesting now little did I know I was back then, but I read it and I was like, oh my God, all of this came true. It was so scary. But it was like I it was a little backwards, but you know nonetheless, but it was like I was gonna have my first baby by 22 and that was like really old to me back then, you know I was gonna have my first kid at 22. I was gonna be married, I was gonna have a house. I was gonna do this, this, this and this. And I was reading I'm like, oh my gosh, I had my first baby at 21. I you know, and I was just watching all of these things and I'm like, yeah. Man, and from such a young age, that is what I foresaw as, you know, really, you know, I made it. Yeah. It's
2: funny because I didn't see, I couldn't have seen all these things, but I look back and it makes sense now. So yes. when I was a kid, I used to say, I, I mean, I told everyone I was going to be an Olympic gymnast, but I was five, six, and like fully developed at eight. Like it was never going to happen. <laughs> My parents had built this gym in our basement for me to practice and I would go down there and spend time practicing interviews. And and like now it makes sense that like I wanted to be an entertainer and a host. I didn't actually want to be a gymnast.
0: (laughs) I love that you practiced interviews. That is amazing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Now it makes sense. I'm like, oh, also probably why I didn't get much better as a gymnast.
0: (laughs) You're like, well, that practice thing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness. So, as far as mental health, I know I'm kind of jumping around, but limited time, and I want to pick your brain. Um, For the mental health side of things, do you agree that the mental health toolbox and the career relationship toolbox really intertwine together and you can use those tools across all platforms? Oh, for sure. Because I think, you know, what works one day may not work
2: another day. Yes everything in life. Like I literally used to do this with breakups. Like my friend would go through a breakup and I'd be like, here's a list one through 10. What do you want? You want to go out and party? You want to stay in and cry? Like you got to pick one though. And so it was the same sort of thing for myself. You know, if I'm feeling depressed or anxious or having a panic attack, okay, here's my list. I got to pick one. And if that doesn't work, I got to pick another one. So having those things in place, especially in a moment with your mental health, when maybe you can't make that decision, like you can't sit down and write a list in that moment because you just feel bad, it's good to have those things in place to refer to.
0: Oh my goodness. I That's like a an emergency plan. I love it.
2: Yeah. Super type A.
0: <laughs> yes. I was like, I've never heard of it actually written out like that. That is so beautiful though, because it's true when you get in that, like the walls are closing in around you, you cannot think clearly. Like there's nothing that- And then you get in this, like, total fuck it state where you're like, nothing matters. It's, you know, I'm just going to lay here and be sad. And so to have that and be like, okay, I'm going to force myself to go down this list until something works and gets me out of myself. Yeah. I mean, you could take –
2: because our brains are weird. We don't really understand them. I mean, I mean you could literally have a thought of, huh, that guy didn't call me back. And then that turns into – Well, I must be a terrible person. He's not attracted to me. I'm a horrible human. Nobody likes me. This is why I said like, I mean, it just spirals and turns into this much bigger thing where if the second you can have that thought of, huh, he didn't call me back, you disprove any sort of lies. You go for that run. You do whatever it takes to keep your brain from turning into that horrible giant thing. Right. And the more we can do that, the more we can avoid those really, really bad spirals. It doesn't work every time, but it can help a lot.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. And one of my favorite metaphors is the, I'm sure you've heard this before, maybe not, but it's the, when the little girl is so scared of the dark and she keeps telling her mom, like, I see a monster, I see a monster. And the mom comes in and she's like, there is no monster. And the little girl was like, just in her bed, quiet, crying. Cause the mom was like, there's no monster. And the mom was outside the door and looked in and saw on the closet. Her little teddy bear on the floor was casting this huge shadow on the wall and it looked like Mm. a giant monster. So to this little girl, she was not lying. She was not like there was a huge freaking monster inside of her room and no one could see it but her. And I feel like mental health relates to this on so many levels because you really – can't describe how you're feeling or what is going to work for one person or is not going to work for the same other person. You know, we are all so different in what makes us tick. So finding those things in which bring us back to an amazing place in our lives, that's really, really powerful to have and knowing, you know, like it is a shadow. And once we turn the light on, it goes away.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, one thing I do want to like stress just in general is that Like you said, what works for one person may not work for another, and these are things that work for me. And other people, you know, I mean, I absolutely believe in therapy. And if you need medication, like you got to figure out what works for you. So it's Mm -hmm. not like play it down and be like, make a list, and then the world's great, right? (laughs) (laughs) All better. Yeah, it doesn't always work. It's it's a tool in the toolbox. That's why I call it a toolkit because it's just you know it's just a piece of the puzzle. That can work, and the more things that we have like that, the better chance we have when those things pop up of of getting
0: through them. Mm, absolutely. So what are three takeaways that someone could walk away right now and implement implement into their everyday lives, just to have in their toolkit to walk away and just start practicing?
2: Mm, I love that. Um, I just put
0: you on the spot. Sorry.
2: No, I love it. Um
0: I would say one, Write a letter to yourself, write a letter
2: to yourself of how amazing you are. Do this when you're in a good place, like list your accomplishments, list everything you've ever gone through so that when you have a thought of I've never accomplished anything or I'm failing at life, you have proof. You can look at your letter, you can pull it out and say, that's absolutely not true because I've gone through these things. So that's one good thing that I think can help to have an accountability person, that friend that you can call um, so that when those spirals come in, you whether you want to or not, because nine times out of 10, you don't want to when you start Mm -hmm. feeling that way. But if you have a safe person that you can talk to in those moments, it can help pull you out of your own brain and your own mental spirals. And then three, I would say in terms of finding your purpose an exercise that I like to do is I'll close my eyes and I visualize my dream day from start to finish. What does it smell like? What does it look like? Who am I next to? All the things, right? What does work look like? And then you can start chunking it back and implementing those today. So if I get up and I go for an eight mile run, but I'm not a runner. Okay. Maybe I go for a 20 minute walk every day today. But if you can start getting yourself into the routine of this quote unquote dream person you want to be and stick to that routine on a very, very small scale, you'll get closer and closer to the person you want to be. Yes. Oh, that is beautiful.
0: Powerful stuff. (laughs) I was, I like, I just have to process it. I like, I'm so, amazing. I, I love the tools that you're doing and the work that you're putting out into this world. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Thank you. I hope so. It is for <laughs> sure. Um, and so where are places that people can find you, connect with you? I know that um, we're going to put the show notes the, for the book purchase, all the things in the show notes, but until then, if people just want to follow you, connect with you, where's the best spot? Yeah, absolutely. So my
2: website, MonicaJOrtega.com has everything. Has my podcast, Stumbling Forward, the travel show, Monica Goes, and then all the stuff on the book. Uh, The book is available on Amazon, The Power of Pivoting, How to Embrace Change and Create a Life You Love. And then on social media,
0: including my travel show on YouTube, it's at Monica Goes Show. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And by the way, I have to tell you, when I was looking at your grammar earlier, that picture of you standing up with the double rainbows behind you, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to her. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's in Iceland.
2: Oh my goodness. Those rainbows. Everybody go.
0: Oh. <laughs> Incredible. Like I've never seen more crystal clear prisms. Like I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's unedited. I totally thought it was Photoshopped at first. I had to like look real close.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's beautiful there.
0: Oh, amazing. Well, thank you again for all that you're doing in the world and just being on the show today and sharing your wisdom. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yes. And we will talk so soon. That sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. A lot of you know my story, but for those that don't, I went through a really dark time in my life after my third baby. I had postpartum depression. I had hit it for a very long time because I had always been told that it didn't exist. It was a fake thing women did to get attention, and so I didn't want to identify with having something, so I began to just drink to numb the everyday pain. I became a self-medicating every single night, And what happened was my life started to spiral out of control. I had an affair. I almost got divorced. I almost tried to kill myself. My life was out of control. So when the episode, when we talk about spirals, I don't want you to think that I'm coming from a place that's not empathetic. I know about spirals. I am the queen of spirals. And to be able to have a tool set, especially in honor of just because Mental Health Awareness Month is over and now we're in June, it is something that always needs to be in the forefront of your mind is your mental health and taking care of you and doing what is good for you. One size does not a fit all when it comes to this, but being able to really nurture your spirit from the inside out, taking care of your mind, body, and soul, and knowing that they all work simultaneously Together is a very powerful movement. And when we stop identifying with what people tell us and start listening to that inner intuition and that inner guide that we have, that gut instinct, and know that whatever our heart is calling to, whatever our intuition is leading us to, is all okay. It is okay to explore, it is okay to be curious. And you know what? It doesn't have to make sense. It's not supposed to. If we knew it made sense, we would run away from it. We would do something else. We would try to control the situation. That is why we don't know the how. We're not supposed to know the how. So truly being present and mindful and living in the moment, which I know is so much easier said than done, but with small practices, you can incorporate it in. And before you know it, you're more mindful than you are not. And those moments that you're not, you become consciously aware and check yourself and go, whoa, I need to come back to right here, right now being able to just take one or two takeaways from today, take the tools, start incorporating them into your life and see if they work for you. It never hurts to have more tools, to have more ways to handle stressful situations, to handle pivots. And I just encourage you to not listen to the outside noise. If something's calling you, do it. Break the rules. Be your own self. Be the best version of yourself. This is how we step into purpose. This is how we step into our dharma. This is how we become who we were destined to
1: be. Why do I love grassroots for my family? Well, I can have peace of mind that I'm providing healthy food that is non-GMO with no hormones, no pesticides, and pasture-raised organic ingredients from farm to table get 30% off with code the sweetest little life and enjoy clean eating at its best
0: thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode this is my little labor of love and I am so grateful for each and every one of you as always if you could subscribe leave me a review let me know what you think of the podcast it means so much to me if there is any questions you guys ever have after an episode or a topic that you would like to have on the show, send me a DM at the sweetest little life on the gram, and I am more than happy to make that come to life for you.
1: Have a beautiful day. As always, shine bright.